One of my goals for the year with The Ultimate CEO is to focus on making my marketing more human friendly and really step away from that icky marketing that everyone's talking about. And now I wanna break this down into three different things that I'm gonna focus on because I do think there is a tendency when talking about icky marketing or unethical marketing to go into all of the things that people are doing wrong. The problem with that is that I don't think it incites change because those people who identify themselves in that behavior won't necessarily listen and take on board what's being said. Instead, they might get defensive. They might um, go online and say, this is why I believe this content works and this is why I believe this marketing is best. And it kind of just creates this divide between us and them with the traditional marketing and the people who are saying, actually, I don't really agree with that anymore. So rather than going into all of the things that I disagree with in marketing, I wanna talk about three different things that I personally am really focusing on. Now, this doesn't mean that you should, it doesn't mean that this is the right thing, it's just the thing that personally feels really good for me. So the first thing is not posting my financial wins at the moment. Now, I say at the moment because my views on this have changed and evolved a lot over the past five or so years that I've been in this space. And so it's very possible that that might change in future. And I do have a whole podcast episode that I recorded last year on my thoughts about sharing financial wins, if you want to know more about that. Um, It's not that I disagree with them and I actually really enjoy seeing other people's numbers. But the reason that I've decided not to share my numbers personally is because it's actually not relevant at all. So the whole thing that I do with my coaching is help people to feel happier in their business, help people to take control, um, make sure that people feel in alignment with what they do, helping people feel that they are reaching their full potential, working through people's like huge goals that they're too scared to say out loud and figuring out how that links to their business currently and what needs to change to get them to their dream life. You know, it's all about you know, in short, making those CEOs happier, more fulfilled, and just creating a business that really works for them rather than just copy and pasting strategies that maybe work on paper, but make you dread getting out of bed in the morning. And so with all that in mind, who cares about my finances, right? Now, if I was someone who talked about money, or if I was someone who talked about helping you get to six or seven figures, I understand that there might be um, a desirability to see those numbers because you wanna see that I can do what I'm talking about, right? In the same way that you probably wanna know that your doctor is healthy and your dentist has good teeth. You wanna know someone is practicing what they preach and they actually stick to what they're saying. But as a coach who focuses on um, like the well-being of other entrepreneurs, my finances are kind of irrelevant. Now, of course I could say, you know, your well-being, your happiness is linked to your finances. And it is. There's plenty of evidence out there that says when you're happier, when you feel better in your business, you do make more money. Um, but that's not my primary thing. And so me going online, sharing my finances and showcasing that as a win or proof that I can do what I do, it, it just doesn't make sense for me and where I'm at in the business. It's kind of like your, I don't know, like your dentist going online and talking about how much money he makes or she makes like you don't care because you don't go to the dentist to do to in, to increase your numbers right like you might link the two like I just have and say well a dentist that's good is probably going to make more money because they're better at what they do and that might be a good sign but realistically you're not going to choose a dentist based on their income you choose a dentist based on how good they are at being a dentist and so that's one thing I'm no longer doing is posting my financial wins and the reason this links to marketing or like icky marketing is that 
I think there has been a real emphasis on money and sharing numbers as proof of success in the online space. And I actually, I do disagree with that in the sense that it often doesn't represent a person's true financial situation. Like you could make 100K in cash, but if your expenses are 120K, you're no, you're not profitable, right? Whereas the person who makes 30K and 25 of that is profit, they're making more money than you technically in terms of take home money. And I just think that a lot of the numbers that are shared, there's so much behind it that it's taken as, oh, this person made 300K last year, they're successful, I should invest in them. When actually like there's so much more nuance there that I think isn't shared very much. So I just feel like it's really important that there are people out there who are running incredibly successful businesses, even in this Instagram online space, who are able to be successful without sharing their finances so that it doesn't become like a mandatory thing. The second thing is that I really want to focus on my content and the way that I'm speaking to people to make sure that I don't follow a pattern that I've been seeing a lot online. So there is this type of content that is really popular and has been, and I have definitely done it before. So this is not me saying, you know, I'm perfect and I've never done this. I definitely have. But it's basically this format of, oh my God, I can't believe you still have that problem why are you not doing this yet? You're so stupid. I have the answer. I can fix all your problems. You are welcome, right? It's that kind of format. And that looks like things like, um, oh my God, you're still doing one-to-one, but you want to be scalable. That's clearly not the answer. What you should be doing is group programs, invest in my offer, blah, blah, blah. Now that kind of content is really popular because it follows the format of showing an ideal client that you know something that they don't, or that you have an answer to one of their problems. And therefore, if they invest in you, then, you know, they get that knowledge from you and therefore they fix their problem. So I get it. And it makes sense from a traditional marketing point of view. But the problem is a lot of this content is actually coming out really gross. (laughs) Like a lot of it kind of sounds a bit like you're saying people are stupid. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you haven't figured that out yet. I have figured it out, so I'm clearly more intelligent than you. And it's like, it just gives me sort of mean girl vibes. And I've noticed it a lot recently, and I don't know whether it's becoming more and more popular or whether I'm just more and more aware, but it's really this content where it speaks down to people as if they are stupid, rather than speaking with the assumption that the person understands exactly what's going on, right? Um, So like, for example, this post that I saw yesterday was talking about how one-to-one is never scalable and if you're just doing one-to-one you're making a big mistake and you need to do group and you need to do um, passive income blah 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 right i love (laughs) one-to-one and you'll have heard me say this a million times i love one-to-one so much it's my favorite thing in the world i will do it forever i actually don't care how scalable it is because i'm not just in this to make as much money as possible and triple my income and be making money while i do zero work for it Like that's not my motivation. My motivation is to do the work that I love, support people that I love supporting, just do what really lights me up. And that is one-to-one. And so at the point where you say, oh, if you're still doing one-to-one, that's clearly not scalable and effectively you're dumb. You're forgetting that like I'm a whole human and that I have my reasons and my, um, my own experience and my own dreams and my own life. And you're assuming that I just haven't figured that out yet. I haven't figured out the answer when actually it's just that we have different goals, right? So it's not that I 
don't realize one-to-one isn't as scalable as a group program. It's that I'm very aware of that and choosing to do it anyway, because my goals are different from your goals. So all of that to say, I really want to be aware of the words I'm putting out to make sure that I don't do this. And I don't unintentionally speak down to people as if they don't know what I know, because I just don't think that's the answer. I think it makes people feel bad. And from like a psychology point of view, I just don't want anyone to invest in me unless it feels like a really good decision. And at the point where people are investing in you out of fear or out of embarrassment or feeling like they don't know anything and you are a genius who knows everything, that's not coming from a good place. And it's probably not going to create the best relationship or the best kind of coping mechanisms for that person, right? Because you don't want an ideal client or a current client, past client, whatever, to continuously look externally for solutions, right? If something isn't scalable, something doesn't feel good, you don't want them to look around, see an offer and think, oh, that will fix things and buy that and invest in somebody else's solution when actually what people probably quite often need to do is just stop for a minute and figure out what they want before they do anything else. Now, the third thing is one that I feel like a lot of people will push back on, um, but it's that I'm removing virtually all of my automation and systems Um, I am basically unlearning and undoing a lot of the stuff that I've previously done. Um, And so as I was setting up my business and growing a few years ago, the thing to do was automate everything. Go onto systems where your emails are automated, your booking link is automated, you have minimal contact with the client, everything is already set up. So when someone signs with you, they get instructions, you don't even have to speak to them. And obviously I get this as well, it makes sense that as you're growing a business that you have limited time and energy and you have to make good business decisions. And depending on how many clients you work with, you know, you can't practically speak to everyone and have in-depth conversations and manually do things when they're not necessary. Um, But kind of following on from what I've already said is that my focus this year is not actually scaling necessarily. Um, my focus is not even really earning more money. My focus is just to do my best work and have maximum impact and build incredible relationships. And actually all of those things are hindered by lots of automation and minimal contact from me. And so I'm kind of removing all those things and going back to just having lots of conversations, chatting with people, um, doing things a bit more manually, And it just makes sense for me and the journey that I'm on this year with business. Now, obviously, if I was someone who worked with 10,000 clients and was looking to double that this year, this wouldn't be as practical. There's still ways you can keep that human connection, but it wouldn't be as doable. But with what I'm focusing on, it really feels like the right thing to do. And I think there's been a lot of human to human contact lost in the process. And actually, a lot of people online who are kind of really resistant to human conversation. It's like, oh, how dare this person message me when all of my information is online? They're such a time waster asking me these questions. Do they not know that I'm busy and in demand and popular and attractive and wonderful? How dare they message me and interrupt my space, right? There is a little bit of that. Um, And actually that's not the, the relationship that I wanna have with anybody. I really want to be encouraging conversations and speaking to people as much as possible. So those are three things that I'm focusing on in terms of marketing and changes I'm making this year, or at least for this first kind of half of the year, it just is a little step for me toward removing some of the icky stuff that I've been taught or that I've done previously, and just kind of experimenting with what else could work. Because I think a lot of this comes back to 
remembering that everyone on the other side of that screen is a human and humans just want to have connections and they want to thrive and that's all it comes back to and actually a lot of the stuff that we do and that we've been taught to do kind of removes that and actually does the opposite so those are my three like i said doesn't mean you have to do these three you don't have to agree with them but i would love to hear what three things you're focusing on in marketing so please do send me a dm let me know i would love to hear from you